This is Isaiah and Joshua on KJST 108.9. Hey everyone, welcome to our drive mix. We are so glad you are on your way and now driving towards the retreat. And we have so many expectations for you. We've been praying for you, praying that the Lord would bless you even as you're driving with your family or you're on your own. And uh, we're just really praying that the, the Holy Spirit would direct every second of your time together. We hope it's a really a life-changing time, a time where you grow uh, find fellowship with others to love the church and the fact that we get to come together for this time it's a such a special time what's coming up on this drive mix we have some songs from the retreat that we'll be singing we hope that those bless you as well as an interview with george and carolyn sneeman you'll get a chance to get to know them learn a little bit more about who they are uh, some thoughts that they have about ministry, life, and we know it will encourage you. And then a very important instruction regarding the key pickup, meaning when you come, what is it going to be like? How do you pick up key your keys? Please make sure you listen to the whole thing. So we're excited that you're with us. Can't wait to see you all and know that we're praying for you. Many people have been praying for you. So have a wonderful and safe and blessed trip. See you soon.
of a special event throughout the retreat, we are going to be having a selfie competition. That's right, a selfie competition. That means that we are asking for you to take some pictures of yourself, just like a selfie, but you need to include different people from the retreat, and it could be in different locations, different objects, or in some way, a significant message, theme, idea that incorporates all that. And at the end of the retreat, we'll have a little competition as to who has the best selfie. That's based on how you utilize people, creativity, composition, just general feel. And our two judges, George and Carolyn Sneeman, they'll be the ones who will decide who wins the all-coveted first annual Wellspring Retreat Selfie Competition. So get your phones out, get ready, and click. Reaches of Lights of the evening Dancing in silent skies Brilliance of morning Breaking day Oh, let them praise Him Praise His name
most people know both of you, but there's a number of new people actually, including Fuji and yeah. his wife Lisa. And so we thought, oh, okay. this would be a great way to get you both um, introduced to people. First question: Can you help us in pronouncing your last name? <laughs> <laughs> um, so our surname, the right pronunciation would be Sneeman. Sneeman. It's a Dutch. Yeah, Sneeman. What does it but mean, George? What does Sneeman mean? Literally means cut man. Do you know what within your family history that is the case? Well, it's a it's a very interesting story, Sam. But um, it's a Flemish more and a Flemish background. Okay. Um, it's spelled originally to be spelled S N um, I J M A N. Uh, then they changed the I J to the Y. I think I've pronounced your name two different ways and both incorrectly. Don't worry about that. We understand. <laughs> we struggle also to pronounce names. I'll ask the next question. Share one childhood memory, and then how God brought you to Himself to save you. All right. So I think a childhood memory for myself: um, living in Johannesburg with my parents. I am an only child, um, and I can remember. I probably was about five, so it must have been maybe a half, six months to a year before they got divorced. But I can remember um, in our garden, you know, we had a wall that had like different pillars in the middle. So you had a level bit in the middle, and I used to climb on top of these pillars with my umbrella. And then I used to jump off like Mary Poppins, playing Mary Poppins. So I can remember doing that. Happy times, playing Mary Poppins. Giving your age away, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then something, God brought people around me um, that accepted me as I was and just mm. loved me. And how old were you? 28, 29. Yeah, you were 28. Yeah, I was 29, yeah. I think um, an important part of our story is that um, we we kind of grew up in a very strong Christian culture, you know. Um, and so it's not that at the age of 28 and 29, we, um, we found Christianity. It is rather that at that age, we were confronted with the real Jesus. And I think that that's a huge part of to understand us, is to understand that we were in the mainline churches. We were, we were going to church uh, as children or whatever, but um, there was no power. Mm. Um, I think Jesus spoke and he said, you are in error because you do not know the scriptures and you do not know the power of God. And I think that was our Christian background. We did not know the power of God, and we did. We were not confronted with a radical Jesus, which I think many, many Christians today have never been confronted with that radical Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that happened at the age of 28 and 29 for Carolyn and me. Yeah. Did, did it happen in the same time, same space, or did it happen for you separately? And yeah, it happened separately, but quite um, close to each other. So in the May of 1989, I, I, I was running marathons and I literally walked into a church to go to the toilet. That is how spiritual I was. And, <laughs> <laughs> and as I walked into the church, the name of Jesus was written on a huge billboard and I'm just explaining to you now exactly what happened. As I looked up at the name, a voice spoke to me as clear as I'm speaking to you now. And the voice said to me, I am alive. And that's all it took. My life changed right there. Mm. Um, I always said, I don't know if I ever went to the toilet or even ran a race, but I met <laughs> Jesus at the door of the church. Mm. And um, so... I was immediately discipled that Monday, I went to that church on a Sunday night, that Monday night, somebody was at my door, um, who's still very close to me and still praying for me today. Mm. And they were the people that Carolyn referred to as people that um, didn't walk into our house and told us she was going to hell if she doesn't repent immediately. But they 
embraced her and they um, came into our house and ate with us and invited us into their homes and we ate with them. And the gospel became irresistible to Carolyn. But within, um, so that happened to me in May and in August, Carolyn was saved. It's hmm. amazing. What is one to three things that you wish that others would know or understand about you so that they would more quickly understand who you are and why you do and say what you do? You want to go first, Ke? You missed your childhood memory. Oh, my, my childhood memory. I'll give you one of childhood memories. <laughs> okay, we'll go back to that too. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife is very systematic and you missed her. <laughs> oh, oh. I, yeah. So, you know, I want to tell you just two very quick things about my childhood memory. One is my grandfather who was an incredible godly man. I, I had such fond memories of feeling so safe around him. Um, but I think it must be seen in a light of having grown up in a, in a very tough environment where my father was alcoholic. Um, and so I think the contrast between my grandfather and my father, um, with the one thing that was very hard for me to understand was that my grandfather never actually rescued us. You know what I mean? He, he always encouraged me, but he never took action to protect me and my siblings more. And, and I think that played a big role in my Christianity later on that it's one thing to be godly, but it's another thing to actually do something and to fight injustice. Um, and I think that's maybe for my childhood, yeah. Okay, now we can jump to the things. <laughs> um, a little bit, some statements to get to know us. For me, I do have a few things here. I will tell you the truth if you ask for it. I'm a good listener, and I may not be able to answer or solve, but I will listen. Um, I prefer to be behind the scenes. I feel I don't really feel comfortable in the front, even though I do it when necessary. Um, I love hosting people in my home, mm -hmm. and then I enjoy watching sport more than doing sport. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I don't love putting different I, people together. I know <laughs> yes. what you said is so true that I remember, um, you know, when our team first came, the five of us, the five guys, when we first came in 05, and um, being there, you know, getting to know George and his heart for um, what God was doing amongst the poorest of the poor was so inspirational. But you know what? When we were trying to find how to get there, we called you. And if you <laughs> and if you didn't give us, because I remember being stuck in this random, I don't remember exactly where, where in, uh, you know, where in White River we were. And then you said, oh, no, don't, yeah. you know, don't go anywhere. Just stay right there. So you are the, uh, being behind the scenes, I'll put it to you this way. We would have never experienced what we experienced unless you were there behind yeah. the scenes guiding us to the very place that we can experience what we experience. And I think that uh, says a lot about who you are. You know, so you are the arms and the feet of, uh, you're the hands of hands at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just wanted well, to say so that. That's so good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, if I must say a few things that um, will help people to understand more quickly, to understand what I'm saying and, mm -hmm. and where I'm coming from mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. that, I would say that I'm actually, Kellen will tell you, I'm actually a, a big introvert. So I can spend three weeks locked up in a room by myself. That would be for me like heaven. Um, I love being alone. I love um, I love praying. I love being busy with God's things. Um, but it, it's hard for me to go out. Um, like we're going to England now. It's really even close to anxiety for me to go and to think of all the things I must do. Um, but yet that's the place where I, I can see um, God use me. 
but um, even after, for example, a speaking engagement or something like that, I would be desperate to get away um, just to be alone. So that's <laughs> that's something that not many people know. Um, yeah, and on leadership, I would say it's it's hard for me to be um, George with my leadership because I can't control it. I always want to take leadership and I don't enjoy that in my life. But when I see a problem, I just cannot help but to take ownership for it. Um, and that's something that God gave to me pretty late in my life, actually. I never took leadership when I was young or I was never known as a leader when I was young. But it was just like um, when I got saved and I felt um, I felt this purpose in my life, it became so laser focused in me that I don't allow myself the option not to lead. <clears throat> and I think sometimes it's actually not the right thing, but I can't not do it. Um, yeah, and then I would just say my background, especially as a white Afrikaner, um, where I come from, that um, I am very critical about justification because of our culture and our excuses and our background um, because I, I have seen what damage culture can do, especially when culture and religion is mixed. It's a terrible combination mm. that allow people like Hitler to kill millions of people. And even my own culture brought massive injustice. Mm. And so, I am very intolerant to the to the fault mm. on culture, and I speak a lot and strong about it because I saw the pain that it brought. Mm. Um, and, and maybe that's a few things that can help to understand <laughs> when I'm strong about certain things in my life. It's just um, where I came from and mm. what God has took me away from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
Let drums and choirs sing out of heaven, hear the sound of worship. Let every nation bring its honor to the King. A roar of harmonies, eternal praise the from Jeremiah 24. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so I will regard as good the exiles from Judah, whom I have sent away from this place to the land of the Chaldeans. I will set my eyes on them for good, and I will bring them back to this land. I will build them up and not tear them down. I will plant them and not pluck them up. I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. From the darkness I called you into darkness your mercy came you called me out lifted me up how great is your love you bore my weakness you took my shame buried my burdens in fields of Called me out, lifted me up. How great is your love! From the heights of heaven, you stepped down to earth in a sad perfection. Gave your life for us. We are amazed. Yes, we.
displayed on a criminal's cross. And darkness rejoiced as though heaven had lost. But then Jesus arose with our freedom in hell. Playing with other kids. Being together. <laughs> being together. Okay, being with other kids. Being out in nature with friends. I am looking forward to going to the retreat because I'll get to hang out with all my church friends and my family, and I actually don't know that much about what we're going to do, so... I don't know what retreat is. Probably just hanging out with friends. Downtime. Unplugged. I don't know, maybe to like worship God and play and sing. I want to climb on Toby. Smart swinging in the hammocks. Uh, not being at school. I'm looking forward to hanging out with Oliver Kim. Looking forward to Jesus time. I like candy. Play. To play. <laughs> to play. To play. Uh, meeting new people. I'm looking forward to my mom um, making games for this retreat. Um, I'm looking forward to having fun with everyone and worshiping God.
that you're enjoying the drive mix and here's a slow jam
Calvary has bought for me both now and forever. Key pickup check-in is in Mount Hermon Fieldhouse, nearing Mount Hermon Camping Conference Center, past the post office and welcome center on the right. Drive another 0.2 miles. You'll pass a field on the right. This is the meadow. See the Fieldhouse Gymnasium. Pass the first entrance as the Fieldhouse is on your right, then turn into the parking lot. There will be signs, task force, and the key pickup team. Without stepping out of the car, a map to your residence will be provided along with keys. Drop off luggage at your residence. Walk towards the dining hall. Beneath the dining hall is the multi-purpose room or MPR. Attached to MPR is Brookside Room, where there is a welcome reception. Dinner begins at 6.30 p.m. in the dining hall above MPR. If arriving after 6.30 p.m., find parking around the welcome center, field house, meadow, or any accessible parking and walk towards the dining hall. Beneath the dining hall is the multi-purpose room. Michelle will be outside with keys and maps. If arriving after 10 p.m., come to NPR and ask any one of the task force to find Michelle. If arriving after 10.30 p.m., email Michelle at admin at wspring.org. How I long to breathe the air of heaven Pain is gone and mercy fills the streets To look upon the one who bled to save me And walk with him for all eternity There will be a day when all will bow before him 
for most of us can be challenging, especially on, say, a Friday night where I'm sure you all face some traffic. Um, Maybe the kids were crying a little bit in the backseat. Hopefully not. But, you know, God uses all things, and we hope that this time was a real blessing for you. So as you are now entering into the redwoods and seeing all the beautiful scenery, well, it is dark, so actually you're not seeing anything. But wait till the morning. You will see all of that. We just want you to know that uh, this is the beginning, we hope, of a real blessed time together. So let me just pray for you and pray that this weekend would be such a special time for you. Father, thank you for bringing all of us together here in this beautiful location. You've created all things. And one thing we know, as Romans 1.20 tells us, that all of your creation is but a reminder for us that you are God, you are Lord. All of us have been busy, filled with so many worries and concerns of life. We get swamped over and we forget that you are truly sovereign over all. We pray that this weekend, Lord, for everyone in this car would be such a time of rest, of refuge, restoration, and really this sweet fellowship that we have together to worship our Savior and Lord, who is our Redeemer, the one who has purchased us. By the blood of the Lamb, we are saved and we rejoice. So we want to return to you and to remember your goodness to us. Thank you, Father. We are really waiting with anticipation of what you are going to do, what you are going to show us this weekend. We ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.